Hello, everyone. This is the Parks Academy, where we discuss and celebrate all things theme parks related. We focus mainly on Disney parks and resorts in both Anaheim and Orlando. My name is Paige. My name is Steven. And today we are talking about Run Disney. Yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> this is all Paige in this episode. I have never officially participated in a Run Disney. Um, have you unofficially participated? Yeah. Yeah, I was there, you know. I, <laughs> you were moral support. Yeah, I, I was there. At for the, the finish line. I saw the first person cross the finish line. No, I didn't. Wait, no, I didn't see the first person cross the finish you line. You didn't. We'll save this. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I we'll talk about it, but <laughs> Paige is going to lead us off on this one because I, I'm not an authority figure. Yeah. So we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. I'm going to share a little bit about my experience doing the Run Disney 2019 um, Star Wars Rival Run weekend. And then I'll talk a little bit about how this has evolved a little bit and changed in the last handful of years because it's been, goodness, three more than three years ago that i did this race wait a minute didn't what? i do a run with you last year but it was virtual i would hardly call that you did a virtual run i kind of walked and listened to podcasts i did most you. of it and then i would turn around at a certain point and run <laughs> back to you and then turn back around and keep going all right i'm not gonna steal pages thunder <laughs> this is her thing i'm not a runner but i did technically do it with you uh, I did the run with you. I just didn't get a medal because I never signed up. Yeah, and you didn't probably finish. I didn't finish. actually run. Right, exactly. So. Okay, so a little bit about the actual race weekend. Um, when you get to Walt Disney World for your race weekend, you will head over to the ESPN Wide World of Sports for what they call the Run Disney Health and Fitness Expo. They have a ton of products and merch over there specific to the race weekend. I purchased a pin for the Rival Run weekend and a tank top that was really cool. And then they also had tons of other merch. They had all kinds of products. I mean, cell phone cases, um, KT tape that was different colors, all kinds of tennis shoes and specialty running gear, fanny packs. You could buy anything there at the race weekend that you wanted. Yeah, they had like juice vendors, um, nutrition people. It was really cool. You actually did like a... um a KT tape session where they taught you how to use it right. I did, yes, before I had it an allergic super, reaction it really to cool. it. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say that Race Weekend at Disney is different than any other time. The vibe is so much different. It is. Everyone is so, the energy is, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's hard to explain, but the energy is amped up. Everyone's super hyped to be there. And it's not like they're just excited to be at Disney. They're excited to actually do this big run. So there's an energy in the parks. Right. This like collective energy that's really, really exciting. Yeah. And I'll talk a little bit about that too when I get to the actual run part because that energy, it is, it was something I've never experienced in any other time I've been to a Disney park. Um, so in addition to the check-in process there, when you head over to that health and fitness expo, they also have like yoga and you do get a free shirt for participating in the run, and then you'll get your bib number, which they use. Um, it's chipped, so that'll help with when you um, start the race and then when you cross the finish line and when you pass certain mile markers. And then also the people in your party can track you if you're doing the longer races. So Stephen was able to kind of see how far along I was, so he knew when to catch the bus to head over to the finish line. Yeah, that was that was really hard. That was a lot of work. Yeah, you really worked really hard for that one. You slept in and then you got a banana. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my only part of the story. So you tell yours, I'll tell mine. <laughs> okay, so a little bit more about the race weekend. 
Um, there are different race options that you can do. The Rival Run weekend, they had the kids option. So there was like a 100-meter dash, a 200-meter dash. And then they have a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon. And then they had the Rival Run, which was two days back-to-back of doing both the 10K and the half marathon. If you're not familiar with the distance for these running terms, a 5K is 3.1 miles. Yep. A 10K is 6.2 miles. Mm-hmm. And a half marathon is 13.1 miles. So that's a whole lot of running. It was worth it, though. Yeah. It was definitely worth it. So um, general race things, you can find all of this on the Run Disney website. It is sort of a separate web page from the Walt Disney World webpage just because there's so much content out there about it. But there's lots of rules about costumes. Most people, I would say, are within the theme, whether it's just a t-shirt, something that they bought at the expo, they're wearing the free shirt that we got for the run, or they went all out in more costumes. Yeah, I would almost venture to say that it felt to me like half people, half the people wore costumes. That's probably true. And some of the costumes were so ridiculous because they were, like, if you're running a half marathon and you're carrying a Yoda on your back like you're Luke Skywalker or you have a lightsaber in your hand the entire time, it's crazy. People are crazy. No, the craziest one I saw was the Princess Leia outfit. The the titular Princess Leia outfit the, from Return? The outfit. All right. How do you run in that? Well, you know, Jabba's, you got to get away from him. <laughs> so people people go all out for this. So there's... Um, costumes that people wear. Then there's photo opportunities um, where you can get your picture with characters both before the race and throughout the race in the different parks. And then you have to make sure that your number, your bib, is visible at all times and you want to make sure that it is um, safety pinned on all four corners so that the cameras from the PhotoPass photographers will pick you up and then you can get all of those photos at the end. Anyone that caught your number so if you're in that picture, you'll be able to see all of those at the end. So kind of keep your eye out for those so you're not doing like some really stupid face or looking like you're going to barf. And they show up in your Disney app, right? They do. Yeah. Yep. So that was fantastic. It was really cool to see those. Um, a couple other things about the actual race itself during the run weekend is throughout the run, there are different like snack tables with a ton of volunteers that will hand you cups of Gatorade, cups of water. They had these like little energy jelly beans that were actually delicious. Um, And then I brought my own little like Gatorade chews, which were supposed to kind of keep you hydrated. And there are tons of bathrooms on the stop. So you don't have to worry about what you, if you had too much Gatorade. Could you imagine if it was like a special ticketed event and they had like Mickey bars and pretzels and stuff on the way? (laughs) You had barf. (laughs) (laughs) The wine and dine, there's like an event afterwards, I think, that's a special ticketed and then Mm -hmm. you can partake in the food and drink yeah so i would love to do that one someday um and then the last thing with the actual run logistics are there are different spots where your party the spectators can be there to cheer you on so the most memorable one for me steven was not there because he was still snoozing Mm -hmm. (laughs) but there were a ton of people as soon as we got to the boardwalk um, and we got right around that bend. There were a ton of people there with these giant signs cheering on their loved ones. And that's when you 
you knew you were getting close to like the last yeah, leg of this the last race. Push, right. Yep. Um, and so you had all of these people with big signs. And even though Stephen wasn't at that one, I was still feeling all of the energy from those mm -hmm. people cheering all of us on because yeah. they weren't they weren't just there to cheer on their loved ones. Some of them just had encouraging yeah. signs and there were a lot of volunteers and the cast members standing around Epcot that were all in their um, outfits from their different countries <laughs> were out like just clapping for us and hooting and hollering and uh, it was so sweet because we actually ended our race right at Spaceship Earth yeah. um, when you passed Spaceship Earth and it got was like right, right to the it was like um, if you're walking out of Epcot it was like to the right of where the monorail station is coming right. out that way and so that's where this particular run ended um, and so that was so special to be able to finish the race running around World Showcase and booking it past Spaceship Earth to get yeah. to get to that entrance. So um that's sort of the logistics behind some of the policies and and um pieces of the race weekend. And so I do want to talk a little bit about my experience specifically so you can kind of manage your expectations if you want to do a run Disney event. So this particular event, um, the race started at 5 30 in the morning for the half marathon. And I got up, and we were staying at the Pop Century, yeah, which was we really liked that hotel. It was right after the renovations. It was nice, mm -hmm. and I caught the three a.m. bus because this was my first run. I wanted to be there early, and I thought that was actually really good because it took a while. There were a ton of people there for the race. Um, and so getting on those early buses so that I made sure I maximized my time when I got there and figured out where I needed to go was really helpful. And then when I got to, um, we started in the parking lot of Magic Kingdom. Um, and so we did not actually run through Magic Kingdom. That was the only park we didn't run in. There were photo ops everywhere. So I was able to go sort of in this little staged area and get my picture with BB-8. And they had um, all of these bathrooms kind of set up for people to go before they got in their corrals. Because once you get into your corrals, which is basically your starting group, it's like herding cattle. They just put you between all these metal fences and then you can't get out. Easy there. That's something, that's something JPEG would say. Well, but that's what it was. <laughs> so you get in yeah. your corral based on your placement time. If you've ever run before, you get a better placement time because then you're more likely to finish earlier. Um, they have the wheelchair uh, group early on, too, in one of the first corrals so that they go first. Mm -hmm. And then people are just jam-packed in. They did have a cool little stage show before where they had, because it was the theme of um, the rival run, this particular rival run was, was it Ray versus Kylo Ren yeah. on my pin? Yes. So... That was uh, well. Wars they were there were different ones. Um, this here here's why I really come rebels. in. Rebels. Uh, <laughs> it was I believe that it was um, uh, Emperor uh, Palpatine and Yoda for the actual like um, for the actual uh, uh, marathon, and then it was Rey and, and Kylo Ren for for the half the half, and they did the Kessel Run, which was there was no marathon this weekend. It was the half. Okay, and was then there? No, there wasn't was... there. No, it was the half, and then the rival run itself was if you did the 10K and the okay. half back-to-back. -back. Okay, and wasn't it – I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but wasn't it if you did all of them, it was there's the Kessel Run? Because it's usually the Dolby Challenge. That's if you do the virtual uh -huh. both and the 10K. Got and, it, okay. 
Yeah, okay. that's the Kessel Run. Got it. All the miles. Sounds good. So it's a lot. But it was Ray and Kylo Ren, and then yeah. they had all these uh, stormtroopers came on stage, I think, actually. First Order Troopers, if it's in that galaxy. Sure. First Order Troopers. That's why you're here. <laughs> there you go. That's so there was a cool stage for. show, all of that to say, to kind of get us pumped up. And then um, they shot off fireworks, and you entered through the starting gate, and then you got started. And we ran through um, Hollywood Studios. We ran through Animal Kingdom, which was my favorite part because I saw Pandora. Mm-hmm. That was that the was first, first time, time I yeah. saw Pandora, and I felt bad that I saw it without Steven, but I was like running through it, taking selfies because I was like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to mess up my time. Right, I'm trying right. to beat the three hour mark. Um, that was just a personal goal, and to give you kind of an idea, the half marathon had twenty two thousand people. That ran just the half marathon. That's, a lot That's of not the whole weekend. That was just the run I did. So. Do you know which number you came in out of everybody? Um, if you don't, it's no big deal. I, I do. Just, uh... Uh, wait, I don't know what I... It wasn't like the top 10? The top 10. Something <laughs> like that? That's funny. Yeah. I came in 5,506th place. That's pretty good. I finished a hundred and... 98 in my age group and gender, and then 2,270, 2,270th for all women. All right. Yeah, that's not bad. So, you know. Great. Fantastic. Better than average. Yeah, man. That's all you can hope for in this world. Um. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. I did end up beating my, um, my goal was under three hours, and I yeah. did end up doing it in two hours and 52 minutes, which for all of you non-runners out there, don't be discouraged. I was an athlete my whole life, but in college did not really play sports competitively other than just like intramural sports and picked up running after that. Just did a couple 5Ks here and there. And this was like a bucket list thing for me. I wanted to train for a Run Disney event. Um, I never in my training ran more than eight miles. Yeah. And then ended up doing the 13.1 on race day. What um, what was it like uh, crossing the finish line? So when I crossed the finish line, they put the medal around my neck and I lost it. I just cried because I was so proud of myself. Um, you do want to make sure that you're smiling for photos because they're taking photos of everyone crossing yeah. the finish line. I actually have like five or six it's like photos. like rapid fire sh- uh, shots, right. photos, yeah. Because they're trying to get as many good ones as possible. And so I like lifted my hands up in the air. I was smiling. I was mm-hmm. so excited. And then I want to encourage you, do not stop moving when you cross the finish line. You've just been putting a lot of pressure on your body for the last two, three, maybe close to four hours. Mm -hmm. Don't just cold turkey stop and sit down or you will regret it. Your legs will be terribly sore. They do have um, a medical tent there at the finish line for people who (laughs) are hurting or hurt themselves or are bleeding or all kinds of different things. Um, And so definitely take advantage of that. Grab some ice if you need to throw ice on your knees or your ankles. That's what I did. Yeah. I saw some poor people like literally getting escorted to the medical tent. Yeah. It's sad. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, some of them seemed like they were fine, but then like there was some chafing and they were like, yeah, bleeding. Yeah. And they just had to be escorted off. I mean, I didn't see anyone that was in like really bad shape. So that's, 
right and they do have medical throughout the race as well um they have that on the map so you'll be able to kind of see it some of them were kind of near where the water the snacks were so do not fear there's also people on bikes that are riding through for both safety and for pacing yeah um and then they do give you a snack box when you cross the finish line and that is where steven got his said banana nope that's not where i got my banana from the people at the snack box no no? Uh-uh. You, did you bring I, your what own did banana? I tell you? You need to <laughs> stick to your story. All right. How about, I'll, I'll get to it. How about, because I have my own version. Uh, okay. Give me some tips on what it was like to run in the race. Um, we have a couple of questions from some of our followers, but before that, I think, you know, if you can give me some tips on some some things that you found helpful, that'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I would say definitely arrive early. Like I said, try to catch one of the early buses so you don't have to wait. It gives you more time to wake up. Get yourself something to drink. Start getting hydrated early. Um, there, surprisingly, it was a little bit chilly in the morning because it was so early. And so you can bring like a light jacket that you don't care about. I actually purchased a cheap one from like Walmart. I think we bought it before we went. Yeah. And um, you can just toss it at the starting line just to the side. Hmm. And they collect all of those and they donate them. Cool. To like shelters. That's nice. So I just bought a cheap jacket. It was just a zip up and I had it with me. Um, and right before my corral got moved over by the starting line and they set off the fireworks to get us to go, um, I just took my jacket off and tossed it over to the side on the fence. I don't know if that's encouraged, but I do know that I've heard that they donate all of those. So if you tend to get chilly, because you do not want to be running with that and you don't want to throw it in the parks, (laughs) you can just like put it there by the starting line because they'll have to do the cleanup for that anyway. Um, Bring a fanny pack or have pockets. So the only things that I had with me during the run, I did bring um, my phone just in case of emergencies. I had my inhaler with me because as you've heard me talk about before (laughs) on the show, sometimes when I get on roller coasters, I have to use my inhaler. But I do have exercise-induced asthma. So just wanted to be safe. Um, and then I had these little Gatorade chews, like I said, which are kind of just for energy. They'll give you those jelly beans, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, and then I had my Apple Watch on, and I had my headphones. Um, if memory serves, your Apple Watch failed you, and it didn't get everything. So when and you I were st- you were ticked, like you were so I mad. Stopped for a bathroom break. My Apple Watch was like, "Do you?" Do you need to pause your workout or whatever? And so I tried to clear it out and my hands were sweaty. So I accidentally hit the stop button. (laughs) And so it stopped my workout like eight miles in. You were hit. You were mad. I was so mad. mad. I was so mad because I was like, I wanted that 13.1 miles on my watch and I wanted to know how far I was. Got to do it again. Um. No, they do have mile markers. So every time you've gone another mile, you'll see where you are. They have the here you've hit the 5K mark, here you've hit the 10K mark. Yeah. So you don't really need any kind of watch for pacing, but they do have those. Yeah. Then I would also say if you are wearing headphones, wireless headphones are probably your best bet just because you don't want to have to like have the wire messing with you while you're running. But there's a lot of stuff happening 
they were legitimately showing clips from the movies throughout the run on these massive screens. So you can hear that. When I was running, um, heading towards Animal Kingdom, in between woods on both sides, we were like back behind the parks on this tiny little road. They had Mr. Star Wars. This is where I need it to. It felt like you were in the Battle of, um, when you were in the Battle of Endor. And you were in, you were in the forest with Darth Vader music. God bless you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Probably the Imperial March, but yes, yeah. the Imperial March. That is what it was. And there were these red laser beams flying back and mm-hmm. forth from one side of the yeah. forest to the other. And I was like, I'm not even a Star Wars person, guys. But it was the most magical thing I've ever experienced. And all these people were like. Just looking around, soaking it in. You could see such joy on everyone's face. And the adrenaline was just out of this world. Like, it was just making me so pumped up. Um, So you want to hear all of that stuff. You don't want to just, like, have your music in. But if you need that to keep you pacing and pumped up, definitely bring headphones. And then last thing, last tip is watch for the pacing groups. So there were people that had these, like, giant tourist flags. Um, saying, like, we're trying to keep a 15-minute mile or we're trying to keep a 10-minute mile, whatever. And so you can kind of keep track of how you're doing. Now, they could have started in a different corral than you, but if you stay with that group, you can kind of pace yourself that way. Yeah, they can't get all of us. Well, <laughs> right. And so then um, they also, if you do not... If you do not keep up there, you are removed from the race for right. that. So, we'll talk about that. so, so you have to be careful with that. That's actually a really good transition because we do have some questions from some of our uh, some of our listeners uh, who wrote in, and uh, the first one um, is from our our friend, the Pixie Dust uh, Dreams Planner on Instagram, and uh, she said, "Do you happen to know what the pace limit is? I used to do five Ks and ten Ks all the time, uh, but my mom and I had talked about not doing about doing a non virtual Disney race in the past." Uh, I'm always a little bit scared of getting booted. LOL. Cry face emoji. Yes. So the pacing requirement is actually a 16-minute mile. They recommend, though, that you aim for a 15-minute mile because especially if you start in one of the last corrals, if you go longer than 16 minutes on any of your first miles, you could get swooped up. Yeah. They'll just it, it's swoop rare, right but up. it happens. Check this out. I, I left the hotel to go to get on the bus and go meet you at the finish line and there were two people on the bus the first one getting off the bus at, at the resort the first one was people with medals around their neck and this was like 45 minutes before you cross the finish line so <laughs> yeah 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 godspeed the other one was these poor people with their heads down in shame because they just they just didn't make it yeah i um, don't know how rare it actually is but i i know that there were several people who were really concerned about meeting the pacing requirement. And so that's why I would say it's really important to train. Yeah. Like, definitely train, even if it's just to say, like, I can do a 15-minute mile if I jog X number of minutes and walk the rest of this mile. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, try well, to try to come up with some system that works for you that's sustainable for all 13.1 miles. And you have – there's walking groups too, right? They're like so, speed walking groups. Kind yeah. Of? So there was a group who were, they. I mean, they were basically speed walking like nine tenths of a mile and then running as hard as they could for the last yeah, tenth of the mile so that they could keep that 16 minute mile um, and didn't get 
picked up. So on the Run Disney website, it says pace cyclists will be on the course, indicating when runners are behind that pace by waving a red flag at each mile marker. And if you reach the mile marker with a red flag waving, please know you're behind the 16 minute per mile and you can be picked up at any time and transported to the tent. So just be mindful of that. It's a lot of money to not be able to actually do the whole race. Um, So that would be a big bummer. So just make sure that you're prepared and you're keeping an eye on your timing. Um, Don't get too overly excited and and be like, let me let me just take it slow at the beginning so I can finish strong at the end. You want to make sure that you're starting out strong without overdoing it at the beginning. I'm going to keep your pacing. Okay. Um, at Pixie Travel Dot with Sam said, a question that I have is whether or not it's worth worth it just to sign up for the 5K. I don't think I'll be able, I'll be able to do the half marathon uh, in, in, in parentheses, not a runner over here, but would love to do a 5K. Yes, 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 yes. 5Ks are really not that bad. I've done a 5K. Guys. This is the most Check this out. disappointing thing of my whole life right here. Really? <laughs> so Steven, who has this is never coming run. off of this is coming off of Paige doing her big her big girl uh, half marathon. We were living in California at the time and we did a local um a local uh 5k sponsored by a um dairy farm which is just fantastic. It was so cute. And um Anyway, Paige had her play her pump up playlist on. I was like, I'm gonna listen to this uh my favorite tech podcast about um it was about the new iPhone release coming out that year. So I was listening to a tech podcast about iPhone colors and Paige was listening to her pump it up jam and I beat her by like five minutes. That's I, not true. I probably beat her by like maybe a minute. It was like two minutes, I think. Yeah. And I you were not happy it. about it. I was so mad because you never run, you hate to run. The only reason you did this race is because I was like, it'd be so fun to do this race together. So I beat you and I was listening to a tech podcast while I was doing it. And you never have run in your life. No. Mm -mm. I was so disappointed by that. So all all of that to say. I mean, you know, if you want to beat your spouse in a 5K, it's worth it, I think. All of that to say, bringing it back to the Run Disney event, they go so above and beyond with all of the opportunities with the merch, with the experience, yeah. the whole immersive aspect of it. No, I have not run a run Disney 5K. I'd love to do that. I'd love to do a 5K, 10K, half, all again. Yeah. But I would say absolutely save up the money, do the 5K. Well, it's totally one worth thing it. to consider too is if you are on a budget, because obviously you're going to Disney parks and you know you're not just going to do the. You're not just going to do the uh, race and then bounce. You're going to stay at a hotel. You're going to eat. You're going to go to parks. It's a little over $100 cheaper to do the 5K over the uh, half marathon. So if you want to save money and you're also not super sure if you want to do a half marathon, save some money and uh, do that instead. And if you're not sure that you can make the pacing requirements for the longer race, do the 5K. Yep. Do the 5K because you can do it. All right. Uh, Brunette Brit. 0525 said, do you actually have time to meet the characters on the course? I want to do one so bad, but I would just want to take all the pictures. Yes. Asterisk. So if you are really concerned that the 16 mile pacing, 16 minute mile pacing is like cutting it close for you, do not say, let me go stop and get my picture with the princesses in the first few miles because you will set yourself up for failure. You want to make sure 
that if you get an early enough corral, you get a good enough head start, you mm-hmm. will have time for some pictures. But some of those picture lines, people were just like, oh, I've done, you know, 10 races before, so I'm just here for the fun times that's, and the pictures. That's wild to me. We had a conversation about getting pictures with characters earlier today. I'm going to keep my opinions to myself. <laughs> you have not in the past kept your opinions to yourself. I just, I just think that... I don't know. I don't want to. I just I just think that when adults get a little too excited about meeting characters, it's upsetting. But teach their own. It's so no deal. what I'll say about this one in particular is if there's a character you are dying to get your picture with to commemorate this awesome moment, this achievement that you've worked yeah. super hard for, go get in line for that character. I did not choose to do that during the race, which is why I said definitely get there early because there are photo ops there. Before the race even started, yeah, before cool I got ones, in my sure. corral, I got my picture with BB-8 and it was so cute. And then when I was in the race, I was not worried about getting any of my pictures because I just wanted to beat the time that I had set out for myself. Yeah, well, that's classic you. You'd rather you'd rather compete than I don't want to. I don't want to. You'd rather compete than have fun. I think. Well, because you'd rather. But competing com- for me is, is more fun. fun. Right? Um, <laughs> that okay. is the fun. So there were some new things rolled out this coming year, or maybe just this year. Um, tell me about some of the new things that that, that are happening or have, or have happened. Yeah, so there's two newer things. The Star Wars run used to be the one in the spring. Um, now they have changed it. They changed it this past year to the springtime surprise. And so each run is a different theme. One of them was like the Tower of Terror. One of them was Expedition Everest. And so they have kind of just like each race is random each one's a surprise and so in the spring um they just pick different themes and kind of have them all in the same weekend so it's just a springtime surprise that's new the the star wars races are no longer out there unfortunately that stinks but they could bring in a Star Wars theme to one of the springtime yeah. races at some point. You, so They're probably going to replace it with like a Marvel thing, which would just be a bummer. Well, but it opens it up for them to change it every year instead yeah, of right, expecting right, right, it. Right. Um, and then the other new thing, which one of my friends actually just did not that long ago. I saw mm-hmm. her pictures with her yoga mat and her yoga block with the 50th anniversary logo on them is yoga in front of the castle yeah and this one rolled out really with the disney princess um half marathon (laughs) weekend (laughs) Um, and (laughs) so they do the yoga in front of the castle in magic kingdom beautiful early in the morning so it's still dark the castle's lit up they have the woman doing the yoga up on the stage in front of the castle it's so pretty. It's at like 5.30 in the morning on the race weekend. Um, and it's just a relaxing thing for the runners. There is an additional cost for that. And so you do have to pay separately for the yoga in Magic Kingdom. But it seems like something that is really worth it. Good for runners, especially and athletes, but also just kind of good for anybody who wants to um, participate in that. Yeah, if you're not going to be able to make that, I would highly recommend hopping on to Disney Plus and doing the Disney Park Sunrise videos. Um, they're so meditative. If you haven't watched them, you can just do yoga in front of those. Just put Perfect. it on your TV or your phone or whatever. We actually um, fall asleep to those sometimes. We have, yeah. And we've actually just like put them on in the morning. We did that during the winter. We would put them on in the morning and just kind of hang out and watch Epcot, wake yep. up. Um, okay. So there's a lot of information on pricing. It, it can get kind of complicated. So we do have 
for uh, we we have in the past put up some pricing on our on our blog, and so we can update that for you guys periodically because it changes so often. Um, it's usually going to be you know starting at about a hundred dollars and go anywhere up to like close to four hundred. Um, so the numbers change, but the next thing we're just going to jump to though, um, and this is the final aspect of it, is the different types of events that that they have. Um, you already mentioned springtime surprise, but talk about some of the events that they do, and I don't know, like uh, some of the cool things that that people can expect. Yeah, so the next Disney Run Disney event coming up is going to be the Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend, which will be held in November. And um, you can look, like I said, at more information on pricing and the different aspects of the events and the runner info, more about the expo and the policies for costumes, all on the Run Disney website. But the Wine and Dine Half Marathon um, really showcases the um, food around the world showcase the food and wine festival aspects, the music, the stories, all about kind of like Epcot and the cultural experience you have there. So that one is really something that I've been wanting to try. Um, and then some of the characters that are featured this year on those medals are Miguel from Coco, the genie from Aladdin, Mulan, and then the last one is Joe Gardner from yeah. the newer Pixar movie Soul. From the hit film Soul. Woo. Um, so, so that's the next run coming yeah, up. Yeah, I just was looking this up. Here's the rub. Um, unfortunately, so they have the January, early January run. That's like the, um, the super, super sweet, uh, eighties, eighties, um, oh, you style. stole my thunder. I wanted to talk about that one. Sorry. You can talk about it. Uh, and then the Disney princess ones in February, check this out. They're all sold out completely. That's because these races are super awesome. Yeah. Um, however, the Disney, this is so cute, man. This is like stealing valor. Um, the Disney one and dine half marathon, you can buy a $94 ticket to the post race party, which I would be all about, <laughs> dude. You just reap the rewards without doing any of the work. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yes. Do you not have to be registered for another one first in order Heck to no, purchase no, you that just ticket? buy a ticket and go. Oh my gosh. That's cute, man. That is classic Stephen. Yeah, friends and family banana. are invited to purchase uh, post-race party tickets <laughs> to attend. That I, is Stephen. I would do that. Buying I would do a that. banana at the finish line. Okay, okay. You have been really going at this. <laughs> so here's what happened. Okay, so I get up. I drag my poor old bones out of bed to catch a bus. I see people getting off with the medals around their neck. And I'm like, what the heck? Um, I take the nice ride over to Epcot. It's bumpy. It's cold. Um. And, You're uh, really milking how hard it was yeah. for you to get up at uh, seven no, o'clock. No, it was. I'm just. I, I dressed. It was fine. But anyway, they had a table. Um, whoever the big banana, whoever big banana is, <laughs> <laughs> whoever's whoever's big banana is it Chiquita? Um, yeah, what are they called? <laughs> whoever's big banana. Um, they they had a table just stacked high of bananas, and they were handing them out to uh, passersby. And I grabbed one. and It is Chiquita. It's no big deal. You know, we don't have to make a big thing about it. But um, anyway. No, we do have to make a big deal because I am busting my butt running 13.1 miles. I cross the finish line. I can hardly walk. And Steven's just smiling, waving at me, holding the banana. I don't know why you think that's so funny. Um, anyways, it was cool. Um, I got to see a lot of cool. I mean, it was kind of fun to see people crossing the finish line and, and doing their thing. So running it back to, haha. <laughs> The yeah. marathon weekend in January, um, it is like retro 80s themed, early 90s themed. 
This is because it's the 30th anniversary of Run Disney events. And so this one looks so cool. It is the marathon weekend. Um, and so they have events from 5K all the way up to marathon and just instead of just half marathon. So definitely check that one out. If you are a long distance runner, you want to push yourself a little bit harder. Then we also mentioned the Disney Princess half marathon weekend where you can do the yoga in front of the castle, the Disney Princess Yoga, the 5K, 10K, and half marathon. And then that one is in February. And the last one is, like we said, the springtime surprise. So that one is going to be in April, kind of around spring break time. And that one, um, the registration opens up in August for that one. So if you're interested in doing a run Disney event and you haven't already booked it, that's your next opportunity is to register for the springtime surprise runs um and see who the characters are and see what you'd be working with for that one. Uh do you think you're going to do another one? Oh, absolutely. All right. Cool. 100%. It's just a matter of timing. Um last year I was training to do a virtual one and I ran the virtual race I was in pretty good shape, and for some reason, I was totally winded. And then I took a pregnancy test and found out I was pregnant. Womp womp. So that's why I was totally winded. But alas, did the virtual race, and it was still awesome. Um, but I would love to go and do one in person again. All right. Well, that's going to about wrap it up for us. Um, we want to thank everyone so much for listening to the show, um, for subscribing, for following us on social media. You can find us at theparksacademypod.com. We're on Instagram at the Parks Academy. Um, we're also on, you know, Facebook, uh, Twitter, kind of anywhere else we can find us. We are there. Uh, we can't wait to uh, talk to you guys more about, you know, uh, things we we love at Disney, things that we're finding fun, and, and just kind of really um, any sort of park, you know, park experiences we have that, that we'll share with you guys. So um, thank you so much again, and we will catch you next time. Thank you.